How are things going with your money? Do you feel like the two of you have a strong handle on things? When we were first married, it took some time for us to find our footing. Besides figuring out how to manage money as a team, we also had some hassle with our bank. Fast forward now and we're much happier because we found a system and some banking options that work really well for us. Today, we're looking at how you can master your bank accounts together and get the most bang for your buck. Welcome to the Couple Money Podcast, the show where we share stories and advice on building up your marriage and wealth together. I'm Elle Martinez. Support for this podcast comes from Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money Masterclass. This course is designed to help you two get on the same page with money, dump your debt faster, and get you on the path to financial freedom. Sign up for the class today and get lifetime access. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash jumpstart. <sighs> I remember our first bank accounts when we got married. We thought it'd be fairly straightforward. We opened joint accounts for our bills and savings for the wedding gifts we received. But soon after, we had headaches. For one thing, our bank loved fees. It seemed like they had a fee for everything. Second thing is, we really weren't earning any interest on the savings we had accumulated. But the big thing, the one that just frustrated us, was customer service. Or rather, lack of it. First off, I had both a joint and individual account with them. So when I set up bill pay, I had to sort out where the money comes from. One month, the rent came out of my individual account, which as a working college student at the time, pretty much cleaned it out and then some. I called them up and explained that they took it out of the wrong account. It took some back and forth, but the fee was waived. Thank you for giving my money back. And they correctly redrew the money from the joint account. But then there was this time my husband logged in and he saw someone else's credit card account. They did share first and last names, but their middle names were different. And this guy was in Boston while we were in Virginia. We called the bank up to get that information off my husband's account. And you know what? They gave us a hard time customer service rep we had was pretty dismissive about the error because they couldn't see it on their screen. When we shared the transactions that we did see, they finally relented and they said they would take care of it. Needless to say, we knew we had to move our money. It was just too much stress and fees to stay with that bank. And I don't want you to go through that or continue slogging through that hassle if that's what you have right now with your banking option. Joe Mecca from Coastal Credit Union is here today to help you out. In this episode, we're getting into how you can find the best way to manage your money as a couple, making sure you're stashing your cash in the best place possible, and that you're managing your money together. Before we get into maximizing your checking in savings, we have to focus on the foundation. I would say communications is a critical part, especially when you've got combined finances and knowing that you're both on the same page, you've got the same goal. Yeah, that's that's probably more important than where you do your banking, how you do your banking. It's that you're communicating about it and getting on the same page early on. 
you know, a lot of marriages, one person handles all the finances, but mm-hmm. communication is critical to make sure that you're still moving in the same direction. And one of the first things you should discuss is how you're going to manage your finances as a couple. While we each have our own way of mixing things together, there are generally three routes we can go. We can go all in with joint accounts, keep them separate, or a mix of the two. And this week on the YouTube channel, I went over some of the benefits as well as a few things to consider to make sure that you guys are still going in the same direction. So check that out when you have a chance. I'll have a link in the show notes. But there's some other things that are related to your accounts that you need to talk about. For instance, how are you going to deal with debt? Are you going to go all in as a couple and pay it together? Or are you going to separate the debt based on who brought it into the marriage? And even the most in-sync couples have their own hobbies, personal interests, and goals. How are the two of you going to handle it? Now, you don't have to have all the answers right up front, but that is something you should be discussing and working towards. You can always adjust your system, but you have to make sure you're communicating about this. It'll be easier to come up with the system or tweak the system to fit you, your values, and the circumstances that you're in right now. Joe and his wife use a hybrid system, and they created it based on what they need. We probably have more accounts than than a typical marriage needs. Um, <laughs> I like to handle it that way. So we've got a joint checking account that we use to do the, the main finances, the main household bills. Um, we each have individual checking accounts um, for our discretionary. You know, for us, for us, and I'll speak to kind of you know my relationship. Um, yeah. Cause that's, that's what I know best. Right. Yes. Um, you know, for us, we do, we do a lot of our banking at coastal. Um, yeah, and I'm a little biased because I work here, but <laughs> I think if I didn't work here, I'd still do all my banking at coastal. Um, really like the options that we have available. Um, but you know, in our case and in, in every marriage, you have to kind of like look at, well, do you want to have your accounts all together? Do you just want one joint account? Do you want a couple joint accounts? Do you want to have, individual accounts and manage your money separately um, or a combination of the two. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's what we do. We have, we have some joint accounts that we put together for household bills and, and our primary expenses that we both feed into when we get paid. Uh, but then we each maintain our own individual checking accounts for our own discretionary spending or the things that we've individually made ourselves responsible for. So while we both contribute to the monthly bills for the household and that that comes out of that joint account mm-hmm. um, yeah i'll handle the upkeep of the house so that'll come gotcha. out of my account or she handles the groceries and and you know things like you know laundry and the supplies we need around the house so she'll manage that out of her own account mm-hmm. um, and then we each handle, handle our own discretionary spending so that was kind of a balance between between you know what we have what we have to do together and then what we choose to do individually and yeah, that, I think that works out well for us because you know, we're not we're not managing each other's every every dollar. All the big things together. Exactly. And then individually, we we you know we've got choices to make. How do you want to spend your discretionary money? So we're able to do that without without causing conflict because you've carved that out as your own. Um, and we've we've covered our bills, we've covered our spend, our savings, um, and then what's left is you know we, we're able to handle it. One of the best ways to keep your money working for you is to make sure that it's stashed at the right place. 
Every couple has their own particular preferences on what they're looking for, but there are some crucial essentials that you no doubt want to keep in mind so that your money stays with you. When we were looking for a new place for our checking and savings account, our list included a place that was reliable and properly insured. We wanted to minimize maintenance fees. We definitely needed a bill pay system. We're both busy. We wanted to make sure that everything is automated and taken care of. And at that time, we were looking for conveniently located ATMs. Now, not so much a problem, but it's still good to have as a backup. And of course, we needed great customer service. And for our savings, we also wanted a place where we would actually earn some real money. And we discovered a really cool thing. There were plenty of options. Yes, the big bags are still popular. But you may be surprised that there are some great alternatives out there, like online and community banking and credit unions. And while there are many similarities, it's what happens behind the scenes, the way they're structured, that may make credit unions an appealing option for you guys. On the surface, product services, almost identical. In most cases are identical. You know, what we do and what a bank does is, is very similar. But why we exist and how we're structured is very different. Um, so you, you mentioned that banks are they're for profit, they're corporations, they're owned by shareholders. Um, they're obligated to make money for their shareholders. You know, they have they actually have a fiduciary responsibility to make as much money as possible for the people who own them. Not their customers, it's at their mm-hmm. customers' expense. Um, not a bad model if you're a shareholder. Credit unions, on the other hand, um, are cooperatives. So our owners are the people who use us. Yeah, and we don't have customers, we have members, but if you think of a member as a customer, we're owned by our customers. Um, so being member owned changes our focus. It's our entire purpose for existing. Provide those members with a better banking solutions and help them in their financial journey. So we don't have a profit motivation. Um, yeah, we are profitable. And, and yeah. in some way, we need to be because as you grow, you need to have retained earnings and you know be able to shore up your reserves to be well capitalized. So you want to make sure there is, you know, we have a savings account too. It's our reserves. Um, so we want to make sure we're feeding that and you have to be profitable to do that. But we don't have to make excess profits um, mm-hmm. because if we do, that money goes back to our, goes back to our membership. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to design our business model in a way that, that feeds money back to our members. And we do that. There's two ways we do that. One, we can do that, you know, simply by issuing a big payment. So that's what we did. That's what we did yesterday. Um, Every year for the last seven years, we've taken a look at our financial condition at the end of the year. Said, okay, we've made X amount of dollars in net income. Uh, We funded our reserves. We've set aside money for improvements, new branches, new technology, investments back into providing better service to our membership, the excess we can give back. You know, it came from our members. It belongs to our members. So each year we've taken a look at what we've made and and how much we can give back to our members. And we've done it as a basically a lump sum payment, as a special Mm -hmm. dividend. Um, So this year it was $2.5 million. No matter where you stash your cash, whether it's a bank or a credit union, you should be asking yourselves, what are they doing to help us? With credit unions and some more community-based banks, you can usually get better deals on their accounts themselves. 
Besides that dividend, Joe explained to me how day-to-day credit unions can offer deals to their members. So we can we can afford to give a little bit more on a deposit on a deposit dividend or charge a little bit less on the loan rate or we actually have fewer and lower fees. So the, this past year 2017, we actually eliminated half of the fees we were charging. And once you guys have the right place for your money, the next part is fairly easy. You're going to set up a system that takes the goals you have the budget you had decided, and then automate all of the tedious stuff. Joe explains some of the big benefits of automation. I like to tell people to, to automate as much of your finances as you can. Yes. You know, some people get a little, little squirrely around that because they feel like they might not have control. But um, you know, if you're tracking what you're spending and you have an idea of what, you know, what is predictable and what isn't, you can kind of keep, keep an eye on what, you know, what to expect each month. So I say go ahead and automate as much as possible. So, you know, within Coastal, I've got all my accounts at Coastal, so I schedule as much as I can within the schedule, schedule transfers. You know, it's a tool yeah. that's within our online banking. Uh, so things that are within the credit union accounts, if I'm paying my credit card bill, uh, she has an auto loan, so if we're paying our auto loan, mm-hmm. um, paying our mortgage, even transferring money into savings. So I've got money that goes into my checking account, but then there's a portion of that that I roll over to our money market account for kind of our short-term savings. All that's automated, all that's scheduled. So I, you know, I can go in and tweak it over time as things change. But for the most part, every month, every paycheck, I know what money's moving where. Special thanks to Joe for being a part of this show. If you're interested in finding out more about Coastal, please visit them online at coastal24.com. And as always, I'll have all the info, resources, and details in the show notes. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash bank together. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee Rosevere and Music for Maker. And if you want to listen to another podcast that's focused on helping you two work together on finances, please check out His and Her Money. And if you want to stay on top of the podcasts, videos, articles that we have, make sure you're subscribed to the community. I send out weekly updates with everything we release, as well as some behind the scene and exclusive stuff. It's all free. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash join. Finally, I want to say thank you for your support. Your reviews and shares mean so much to me. I hope you have a great week. Take care.